The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, a tough year has become a bit tougher for the uh, the country's uh, egg producers as those rail blockades limit what can get to ports for shipment. Canada exports 90% of its canola to about 50 markets around the world. It brings billions into Canada. The rail blockades and how long they may continue have... Uh, Producers concerned. We're joined by John Gilly, the chair of the Alberta uh, Canola Producers uh, Commission. Hi, John. How you doing? Good. And you, Jalen? Really good. Nice to hear from you. Nice to talk with you. Okay. So um, the prime minister saying today that the, the 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 barricades, the blockades, have to come down. Give us an idea what the past couple of weeks have have been like for for those, um, you know, with uh, well, with for other canola producers. Well, it's been really frustrating. You know, I was hoping today to be hauling some grain to the elevator, but of course the elevators are all full and lots of them are waiting for empty cars to come. Some are waiting for the full cars that have been sitting there for three or four weeks mm-hmm. to ship and get to port and on to our customers. And, you know, the canola farmer is typically a, a wheat farmer or barley farmer or pulse farmer and all of those crops, uh, you know, need to get to the coast so they can get onto vessels and onto their home, new homes. So it's really been uh, frustrating to sit and wait. We've got, got some good weather now. It'd be great for hauling to the elevator, but <laughs> here we go again. John, man, it's just been a really rough 12 months. Yeah. You know, we had the, the trade issues, uh, canola issues in China. We've got uh, wheat issues into into uh, Saudi Arabia. We've got pea issues into India. And uh, we're always battling the weather. We always have, you know, rail issues with it's when it's really cold. The railroads can't run very well. We've had some heavy rain that's caused some problems out towards the coast, mudslides. Um, and we're, we're kind of used to the weather thing. <laughs> the trade thing is a new one, and, and rail seems to rear its ugly head, but usually not with this issue. issue. Usually it's with... Uh, you know, with rail strikes and what have you. And we did go through one of those a few weeks ago, too. So. Yeah. How, what does, how does this impact as far as, you know, a, a paycheck? I mean, you guys don't get a, a paycheck like I do every two weeks. It depends on, on getting your product out there. So that's got to be worrisome as well. It's got to put a little bit of added pressure on. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we sell our product months ahead, uh, but we don't actually get the check for that until it's delivered to the elevator. Mm-hmm. So... If the elevators can't take the uh, the grain in, we can't haul it. Um, it sits in our bins on the farm, and uh, of course, yeah, we don't get a paycheck. So, so John, the longer it sits in the bins on, on the farm, does that um, does that reduce the quality of the pro- of of the canola? Um, a lot of it depends on how it went into storage last fall, but in most cases, uh, you know, a couple months here or there Not won't be, be the end of the world. It's it's more an issue for cash flow. Okay. How worried are you about um, long-term impacts? I mean, I was I was listening to a farmer the other day talking about, um, you know, as, as Canada being a reliable uh, supplier, that there's concern that something like this could impact that reputation um, months, maybe even years to come. Yeah, there's definitely long-term factors to it. I mean, we are typically known to have a good reputation for a reliable supply. Um, but stuff like this sure chips away at it. Last I heard, we had about 54 grain vessels waiting in Vancouver and Prince Rupert, uh, just sitting empty in the harbor waiting to get filled because there's no full trains there to unload. So 
Um, there's demerged costs there, but we're certainly tarnishing the reputation of uh, our Canadian ag products, uh, not only grain and oil seeds, but also, you know, things like uh, pork and beef as well. Yeah, absolutely. So any idea, because um, you might have a better idea about this than, than I would, John, um, if things, you know, if those barricades um, were lifted, if things got moving, how long would it take to get this backlog cleared up? Well, it's going to take quite a while and, you know, I guess depends what level of, of service you want to talk about, but probably three weeks before things get sort of semi-normal mm. again. Mm. There's a lot of backlogs, you know, loaded cars stuck, and we've only got that one main line to the coast, so it's not like there's places where, a lot of places where you can park these trains and get one ahead of the other or what have you, so. Does this does this impact um, the um, the dollar amount that you're getting for your, for your product? Well, in the long term, I'm sure it will, because as I said, those ships sitting out there paying or being charging demerge charges and that typically is reflected back to the elevator companies and typically reflected back to the farmer um, we're one of those uh, people that you know buys uh, retail and sells wholesale and we can't set our own prices so <laughs> typically we're we get the back end of it so mm. it's never a good situation so the prime minister saying today that those barricades have to come down that is uh, news that everyone wants to hear we certainly uh, still haven't heard any timeline or how that's going to be done they're saying that they're putting the pressure on the indigenous communities to do that um, what are you hoping for in the coming days and weeks well I think it's as simple as you know a safe and speedy resolution to this um, you know, the ag industry is one thing, but the whole country's economy relies on these rail lines. And, you know, we've, we've got to get things moving. We've got to get get uh, things back in order. We're trying to get this other pipeline going. Are we going to run into the same problem yeah. when it starts going? Uh, we've got to get this resolved. This can't just pop up periodically and, and continue to affect shipments. It's just crazy. It's just a real um, huge reminder about how much we depend on that rail line, isn't it? It's it's amazing when you think about it. And I'm not sure a lot of Canadians put much thought into it. No, it's something that seems to just happen every day and nobody seems to worry about it. People seem to get excited about waiting for the train crossing <laughs> when we don't realize you know, how much the economy uh, depends on that line. So yeah yeah john uh looking ahead to this season um i'm sure you know planning everything uh underway after last season what are you what are you hoping for for 2020 we're hoping for a good hopefully normal season and i'm not <laughs> sure what normal is anymore but um we've had four horrible harvests in the you know in the edmonton area or just north of edmonton mm. it would be nice to have a year without forest fire smoke without uh, <laughs> cold temperatures without too much rain without too much drought, um, no hailstorms, uh, but be nice to just get in, get the crop seeded, let it grow, and, and take it off in a timely fashion. Do you? Uh, um, some some of the other areas like Grand Prairie, they still got crop out in the field, so they're really going to need some help this spring to get last year's crop off and get new, this year's crop seeded. Yeah, I was going to ask you uh, about that. I was wondering how much uh, crop was left uh, in the fields this year, and how does that work with trying to get it off in the spring? It's going to be a battle, uh, you know, with the crop on there, the, the ground isn't going to dry near as fast as it would if it was bare. Um, and the crop is going to be flattened out from the snow, so it's going to have a very 
dense layer, I'm afraid, and uh, it's going to be tough for it to get it dried out. But as soon as it's possible, I think guys will be out there, and who knows, they could be pulling the air drills right behind the combines this year. Wow, oh, wow. John Gilly joining me this afternoon. John, great to talk with you. Thanks for catching up. Thanks a lot. Pleasure every time. Yeah, have a great weekend, okay? You take take care. care. John Gilly joining me from the Alberta Canola Producers. And uh, yeah, well, what a, a past uh, 12 months, past four years, as you heard John talking about it. And, you know, farmers across the prairies talking about this and the impact. And, you know, when you're trying to get that product uh, onto a ship somewhere and you can't even on, offload it at an elevator, you can't get paid. Um, a lot to think about uh, when it comes to how this is affecting Canadians, how it's affecting the economy. We'll keep you updated right now with the latest out of Ottawa. The Prime Minister speaking just over an hour ago, saying that the barricades have to come down.